Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my crackalackin' co-host, Mozzie. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Woke up super early today, which was great. Uh, trying to fix that sleep schedule, you know? Gotta mm-hmm. stay on top of that, especially in these winter months as all of the sad things come to the surface. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I've been trying to fix my shit lately because I have a really bad habit of, like, about like getting ready for bed and then like two hours later i'm like ah fuck (laughs) Uh uh-huh so i've been trying to i'm trying to reduce the dilly dally dude the dilly dally is what kills you man yeah that gets me so bad every every night (laughs) you go you get into your bed at 2 a.m but then suddenly it's 4 a.m yeah or like like on thursdays and mondays especially like or even sundays like i'll like after the last football game's done i'm like all right time to get ready for bed and you know it's like it's usually like eleven ish when it's done, and then I'll somehow like I won't I'll it'll be like twelve forty five and I'll be like how am I not in bed yet? <laughs> what and am she, I doing? I'm like where does this time go? I didn't even do anything. It's ridiculous. It just slips by. Mm-hmm. So we already hit on the Thanksgiving games, I think maybe something like that. And right now we're recording this during the last game of uh, Week Twelve. So pending this game, we'll see what our <laughs> records are. But um, with our Wednesday afternoon evening ish game, yeah, we got our waff waff. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll make the remix to that uh that song instead of WAP. Waff. That's some uh... that's some Wednesday afternoon football. Doesn't really, yeah. roll, doesn't really roll off the tongue, but they need like Waluigi doing the uh, like wah. wah. <laughs> there we go. Yep. See now we've got the idea. Mm-hmm. Kickstart that. Yeah, I don't know how the copyright goes on the trademarking, but you know whatever, we're on it. So <laughs> to uh, start off our uh, review, we'll start with a game that probably went like as like back asswards as possible. Because all of our other misses, I think we were still close. But this one, we were just so far absurdly off. That, I, like... dude, I don't think this was on us. I think this was on them. I don't know what stupid juice they drank that morning. <laughs> stupid juice. <laughs> Seriously, what on earth? I'll let you start. Because we were clearly here talking about this Raiders game. This game was a different kind of stressful because like it's it's my two favorite teams, so I'm like, all right, they're facing off. I assumed the Raiders would win, and I'm like, okay, I was more so rooting for them because one, they're my one A, and two, they have the playoff hopes. But right, like they're what six and three, seven and three, or whatever they were. At yeah, the they're six and four going into it, and then they just like they just stunk. They just really stunk. Like their offense didn't do dick. Like it was horrible. Yeah, like <clears throat> like I got, they they had so many penalties it was this was like vintage raiders let's see their penalty yardage they had 11 penalties for 141 yards and then five turnovers jesus and four four of which were fumbled they like they fumbled a metric fuck ton and like like the falcons got the car a lot which is weird like his you know, the raiders alliance pretty good like i know the, the falcons sometimes have a pretty good pass rush and i talked about like them needing the blitz yeah. more but like i did not see this coming so I don't think many people did. Uh, anyone who relied <clears throat> on anything Raiders related in fantasy was really sad. Especially people that put money on it. Thankfully, I don't think you or I lost any money because of this game. But I imagine there were lots of people who did, and I feel bad for them. 
Yeah, it was it was rough. Like so, was, yeah, it was really sloppy, like te- like just bad football. Yeah. So first down or first drive turnover on downs um, at their own forty five. Then a f- strip sack. Then a uh, three and out. I believe yes. So okay, penalty induced three and out. Then a field goal. Then a three and out. <coughs> then um, a strip sack, and that was the half. Okay, but you think okay, you know it's still only three to sixteen. There's still a chance. It's the Falcons, like so they're it's no the Falcons, you know. But then three and out, pick six, and that was the game. And that was the game. That's all she wrote. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a fucking mess of a game. I think they. I don't. I don't know if they just took it too lightly. Like during the week, like it was one of those things where like you think okay, coming off like a close loss, are gonna like stay focused. But I think they just like used all of their focus up the previous week and just didn't give a shit. I don't know. Yeah, clearly they like binged super hard for the tough exam, and then they had another one coming up that they didn't, you know take as seriously because they had to really do well on the other one and they ended up getting like a b on the other one but they didn't go and prepare it at all to the easy one and got like a d mm-hmm. that's, that's <laughs> that honestly the best analogy because like because it's not like the falcons offense even had to do that much it's really just they get getting good field position turnovers etc yeah yeah the best was watching it with somebody who had started Derek carr and just going to that Derek carr just fumble again yeah this this is the Derek Carr that I constantly shit on so like all year I've been going back and forth on him and it'd been like pretty up until this game where like <laughs> yeah. we saw what happens when Derek Carr is under pressure and it's bad like Derek Carr under pressure is not good man and like like this is this was the O-line's worst performance by a large margin like I know he's had other games where he's gotten hit some but like this was just such a pitiful overall performance like penalty wise like performance wise just everything I was very uh Sad and ashamed. Uh, Brent- oh. oh, I'm about to see what happens here. Oh, man. I see Big Ben, like, scrambling backwards. Oh, no. Which is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say scrambling, but the, <laughs> the end zone pick. That's rough to see. Tough to see. Bowser again, right? Yeah, Bowser had a sack and now a pick. Now he just needs, like, a fumble recovery and get the trifecta. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Watching Ben, like, scramble out is always funny. <laughs> yeah. So the spread on this game, well, I forgot to ask you like before we started, but the spread on this game was ten in favor of the Steelers. I'm like, I know they're like, I know the Ravens are heavily undermanned, but like these games are always super fucking close. It's not like the Ravens are bad. So, like, <clears throat> no, I mean the Ravens still have their defense, and yeah. they do hate each other, and they've kind of been throwing shade at each other all week. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, where does RG three rank on like backup quarterbacks too? Like. Um, it's kind of hard to know, but he's definitely like better than a lot of situations. Yeah, he's like he's okay. He's definitely lost a little bit mm-hmm. um, since what we saw his rookie year, which was yeah. so electric. But... Yeah, I think I'm especially especially like as far as like fit of the team goes, he makes a lot of sense for this too. But mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess we'll see. It's been a while since I've actually watched him play. Yeah, because the last time we got him was week seventeen last year, and I admittedly didn't watch that game because it was. A meaningless game, yeah. pretty much. Just them keeping the Steelers out of the playoffs. But um, anyway, so yeah, back to reviewing. Um, one of the uh, big things I think that like people were disappointed by was like this is the Falcons' offensive output based on like how many points they scored. But like it was a kind of field position turnover induced thing. So yeah, they were out. They didn't have Julio again, right? Correct. Yeah, and that's why I was like very confident in the Raiders. Whenever they yeah. have Julio, the offense just looks bad. 
And it's like, it's not like the offense was like great either. <laughs> no, it really didn't. Like, I think they missed Julio. They would have put up, they were, you know, offense would have done things instead of just their defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah, they, yeah, like they're honestly that lucky, but uh, they, I'm sure they were happy that the Raiders came in just totally in shambles. So, right. Yeah. But <laughs> next we had Bills and Chargers. So we did get the return of Austin Eckler here. He got 14 carries and what was it like? Uh, 16 targets. So yeah, that's that bodes well for anyone who has been waiting on Austin Eckler to come back. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you are still able to make your playoffs for whatever fantasy you're in without him, because mm-hmm. it looks like he's just going to get a lot of targets from Herbert. Yeah, which I kind of expected. <laughs> it, it, it Keenan Allen still got a lot of hits. He he got ten, which isn't like the like absurd number you're hoping for, but it definitely takes away a lot from the, ans- the other like, ancillary uh, pieces there. And then on the Bill side, one thing kind of of note, at least I thought, was um, so John Brown got put on IR a little before, like early yeah. in the week, like before this game. And so Gabriel Davis stepped in and played pretty well. He played pretty well. He caught, um, no, sorry, I'm trying to remember who, who caught uh, Cole Beasley's touchdown pass. Was that him? Oh, the, he did have one. He, had, like, he always gets like the 30 yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he caught Cole Beasley's touchdown pass. Yes. Which that was hilarious seeing Cole Beasley throw a touchdown to Gabriel Davis, but ah, uh, <laughs> got love those like plays. Two quarterbacks better than the Broncos did. <laughs> Fine, but yeah, we we almost saw Jalen like get himself murdered this game on more, multiple occasions. Oh yeah, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that there was, was one so that was almost wrong. really bad. Yeah, he he puts himself in a lot of precarious situations. One like one there was like one he was trying to like stay up and continue to play and like his he almost got him not almost say almost got himself hurt but like by by trying Pretty so hard much. to extend the play he almost got hurt and then he he wouldn't go down and he tried to throw it away instead of taking the sack when the guy was already wrapped around his legs which meant he ended up planting his foot and he got yeah. twisted and I'm like that looked like it was about to be really bad yeah he's lucky mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah um. See, writing game, Devin, like the writing game got going this game. I think that was also kind of something we hadn't ooh. seen a lot yet. I'm like a split second behind you on this, so I'm about to like watch the, ooh, oh yeah. Ooh. Is that, yep, okay, yeah. I think, I think a Steelers defensive touchdown was pretty, like, there was a fair chance. There's a fair chance. <laughs> I think it was like a, like a dice roll chance about of a Steelers pick six. Um, anyway, so yeah. The, uh, the ground game got going. Singletary had 11 for 82. Moss had 9 for 59. So the running backs actually doing stuff is good, which was weird because Cody Ford is out for the year, and like I would have thought that would have really hurt the running game, but I guess that kind of says more about the Chargers' run D than anything. Mm. Considering the Bills had like been, been unable to run the ball like with the running backs at all the whole year, pretty much. Yeah, I think the Chargers have struggled against the run, especially lately. Yeah, that's something like, I like hadn't been... like paying attention to is like the chargers like defense i guess because like they end up in a lot of shootouts so i, I don't think much yeah. of it in terms of like them i guess so let me, let me take a look at their uh like positional scoring i guess i'm for running back so <coughs> are they missing somebody on their defense i know they're missing melvin ingram yeah so let's see um look at through the game so mike davis had a good game rojo had a good game obviously Kamara did james robinson went nuts against them the Broncos duo did okay as a tandem. Same with the Raiders. 
Ahmed had 16 points. The Jets kind of got some running going against them. So uh, <laughs> that's yeah, when you know. Also Singletary pair. Yeah, so like they're facing a lot of committees, but the committees are doing well is the thing. So because like James Robinson's like one of the few non-committees they got. And Pretty he balled much. out. And then like get Kamara and Rojo had a good game. So yeah, I think yeah, the Chargers run D seems I guess is a uh, weak point. Apparently. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think at the beginning of the year, people went more for the run game just because their secondary was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then they lost King, and they put, uh, was it Michael Davis? Yeah. There. And I don't know. I think uh, with Melvin Ingram out, I, don't, I feel like they have another injury. That's Probably. Bad. What was, well, no Derwin James, right? He's been gone, right? Yeah, he's been gone the whole year. Yeah. Which, I mean, the run DS has been pretty sus the whole year. Sus. Yeah, sus. I've been all the Among Us makes me keep like saying sus instead of suspect. I just shorten everything. <laughs> I like it. It's it's a good one. There's so many stupid lingo phrases that people say. Like the one that needs to die is bet. That's yeah. Stupid. Like Stop I saying. bet. I'm like, oh, okay. How much sure. time did you just save? <laughs> <laughs> like sounds good. <laughs> it's like that. Sounds that good, brother. <laughs> That's the like extremely Caucasian version of it, right? <laughs> but no, yeah. Which I'm glad Among Us came along and kind of like fixed the meaning of the slang word of sus because like people had been saying like sus as like pretty much like oh that's kind of gay and now it's just like now it's just actually is short for suspicious and that's mm, it. It's kind of sus over here. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it means what it should mean now. So thank you Among Us. For Yay. <laughs> Some um, people say video games are bad. Yeah, video games are great. Dude, honestly, like, without video games, like, I don't know what the fuck I would have done this quarantine. Like, th- thankfully, all my friends also play video games, so I've had, like, the ability to socialize in a distance manner. Hence, social distancing. But, like... Yeah. Like, if I didn't have friends who play games and I didn't play games, I would have gotten so fucking bored and lonely. <laughs> and everyone's bored. already pretty bored and lonely, so, like pretty much yeah yeah i've been playing pokemon myself nice dude i uh, yeah i've been playing on my computer nice yeah i com- i completely forgot for a bit that i have a 3ds like it just hadn't been on my like it's I, it's one of those things where like i'm bad about like forgetting stuff if i don't see it ever which is that like it i don't know like what that's called there's like a term for that but um like, if you don't see something that you have for a while, you just forget that it's in your possession. So, like, I, like, I'd had my 3DS put away when I moved, and I hadn't, like, like, I think it's still, like, in his box or whatever. And so, like, I just, like, hadn't gone towards it. And I, like, someone sent me a picture of, like, something on a 3DS, like, the other day. I'm like, holy shit, I have one. I fucking forgot. I need to go play that right now. I mean, yeah, you have, like, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. is a popular one there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if there's a specific word for it. There probably is. Um, oh, I feel like there is word for forgetting about stuff you don't see. Anyway, I'll figure it out as we keep going. Um, <laughs> so next up, we had uh, a big snoozer and the Giants at Cincy. Um, yeah, the Giants. Uh, the the big the big thing in this one was Dimes got hurt. His he like tweaked his hamstring or something. He tried to come back in for a play and came up pretty no. gimpy. So. Yeah, he was like, nope. And it sounds like he probably won't play next week. Um, Colt McCoy's their backup, which it was funny because like none of us realized it was Colt McCoy when he came in. <laughs> he looks funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that like, giant's uniform. Yeah, Daniel Jones is a lot taller, though, so I guess like it's kind of weird that we didn't notice it, but they just, like, look both very nondescript. Yeah. And a little goofy. And that's the name of the offensive game here, too. <laughs> nondescript. Yeah. Um, Evan Ingram had a good showing, which kind of continues the uh, tight ends versus Cincinnati thing still. Uh-huh. Um, we mentioned him because of that. We yeah. Said, now, we know Evan Ingram. We know what he is, but he does have a great matchup here. Yeah, he he's had a lot of Mizropsy's issues this year, but yeah, like he's very talented athletically. That like that that's never been the question. It's just been like consistency and technique and everything. And then Wayne Gallman got a lot of carries, did a solid for your fantasy team. Wayne, and, yeah, I'm hoping he's carrying me right now, man. He's carrying me. Yeah, dude, he's he's league. he's been my stalwart. He's been my rock, Wayne Gallman. <laughs> and then uh, Cincinnati kind of could. Uh, I mean. <laughs> it's they, Brandon Allen. Yeah, they were exactly kind of how we expected. Yeah, uh, T. They Higgins put up a few more points than I think. Yeah, the game was close. Like the game was like in their reach at a point, which was funny. Like, how did that happen? Like they had it there at the fifty with a minute left, and then it's just trips at the end of the game. But which is pretty, you know, fitting, I guess. But uh, Higgins still got a tutty, which was nice. Yeah, he. No, it was like a very short tutty too. Short so tutties. Yeah, he ended up kind of being the favorite target for Brandon Allen, at least this game. But, I mean, the team's fantasy value overall is pretty uh, diminished. It's say. pretty bleak, yeah. I would say most weeks you shouldn't be starting a Bengal this year. Not with Burrow gone. No, for sure not. But eh, this game is what it is. But next up we had Tennessee at Indy. And so one of the key things we pointed out was the – I'm trying to remember if it was a thing when we were recording or not. I think I think we got some news on it while recording. I don't know that uh, some of the Colts guys are out. That their defensive guys are out. Right. Yes, we mentioned it. They're okay. out. Uh, Okariki and Buckner. Oh, what? What are you? What? What is you doing? Oh no! <laughs> I know, that? right? Why did he not fair catch? Oh no! Special teams. Yeah. They're special because nobody he, has them. Did he? Did he like? <laughs> did he fair catch and no one saw it? Did he forget to fair catch? Did he not see the guy right in his face? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Ray Ray. <laughs> was that Ray Ray? I thought I didn't yeah. know. Oh, didn't know Ray Ray had long hair. It was too high up in his McClouds. <laughs> yeah, his head was in the McClouds. Exactly. Well, oh, right, there we Ray go, Ray. Ravens. There we go, Ravens. This is classic Steelers right here. Um, so anyway, this game, uh, Colts and Titans. We kind of pointed out that the Colts missing all those guys in the middle was going to really, really hurt their run D, which had been one of their strengths. And uh, Derrick Henry took advantage. He went bonkers uh, in the first half. He had like 33 fantasy points in the first half or something. Oh, yeah, and they just kind of stopped using him. Imagine if they had just used him the whole game and yeah. said, you know, fuck it, let's just run up the score here. Yeah, he. Uh, it, it was <laughs> funny because this, this ended up being one up later in the day, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he went bonkers. A.J. Brown had a great game. He had that uh, onside. There was an onside kick, and he grabbed it and just ran it in. It was hilarious. I watched the replay of it. I was like, holy shit. And then uh, the – What a I monster think, of a man. Yeah, I think the biggest miracle of this game, though, was T.Y. Hilton getting a touchdown. T.Y. <laughs> it is uh, – I feel like T.Y. owns Indy – or sorry, owns Tennessee. Yeah. And the Texans. Yeah, he just kind of beats the division. 
It's the, yeah, whatever it is, like he can just not play all year, and then it's the divisional game, yeah. and he's good. He yeah. was my uh, sub fill-in if if there was no Juju, <laughs> if this game didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, this game was close to not happening, huh? Um, <laughs> yeah, all, so, kind of surprised that it is happening, to be honest. A little, a little bit. bit Wednesday night, or sorry, Wednesday afternoon football. Wah. Wah. <laughs> but Yeah, so Titan, <laughs> Titans was finishing up their side. Yeah, it was the Derrick Henry show. That was about it. And A.J. Brown, as, as expected, I guess. Um, yeah, that's yeah. always a big thing for us is when uh, – so Derrick Henry, obviously, is a massive monster mammoth human. He's <laughs> 6'4". Uh, when he gets going, he's really hard to stop. So the best – way to stop him is very early on yeah. which is usually the first line of defense you know your defensive line there so when the defensive line is missing key pieces to their run game that's usually a big red flag for a henry day yeah yeah if if, if any interior defenders are mia it's a, it's a bad it's a bad side because if you're like you know you're six four as well, and Derrick Henry has three yards of momentum on you, you can bring him down. But if you're a five ten cornerback, and Derrick Henry has twelve yards of momentum on you, he is going to flatten you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was it was fun to watch. Um, unless you're going against him, but. <laughs> On the, yeah. Col- yeah. on the Colts side, so T.Y. Hilton had a good day. Um, with that 50, he had like a 50-yard catch as well. Um, Naheem Hines had 10 targets and Pittman had 9 targets. So those two kind of, especially with no Jonathan Taylor, were kind of the focal points as far as like uh, Phillip Rivers, I goes. But Pittman with only two catches on 9 targets was kind of disappointing. I, I thought he might have a better game. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course, yeah. do it. I don't know. No, I didn't watch all of it. I'll have to go back and see how yeah. much of it was on Rivers, how much was on him, how much was just on the defense yeah. playing well. I got, I got to watch parts of it, but not uh, all of it. Because uh, dur- during the 1 p.m. slot, I usually watch uh, a lot of Red Zone. <coughs> oh, same. And then, so you got um, so many games going on at once. Yeah, especially when there were only three of the later games. Of so many you can watch at once. And then, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett. I did see Jacoby Brissett bullshit. <laughs> No, oh, I know. That's always funny. Which, like, I'm curious on the defense, like, like the odds they run it when Jacoby Brissett's in are pretty fucking high. I'm like, how do they not, like, like just, like, attack the line ASAP? Because like, they just kind of probably got to assume it's going to be some sort of sneak. Which, I guess, like, jumping around real quick. Did you see the uh, play where Herbert went for the sneak, but the Chargers line, like, dropped into pass pro? Uh-huh. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. But... <laughs> But yeah, so Jonathan Taylor is expected back next week, so we'll see how that kind of cuts into the workload for everyone else. I, I don't think he had like a positive test. He's so his girlfriend got it, and he was deemed a close contact, but he hasn't tested positive yet. But like, I'm worried that a positive test will come up if it hasn't yet, just because you know. Yeah. If you you have like five days, really, right? Yeah, I can't remember how it works. I don't like it depends, but uh, Gus Bus falls into the end zone for a touchdown. Gus Bus. Gus, Here we go, bus, baby. Gus, bus. All aboard the Gus bus. <laughs> only I only need 15 more points, baby. You so, got it. Man, I'm, hope, I'm like hoping for you. <laughs> but no yardage. Boop, right in there. That was a good hole for him. Man, that'd be so funny if the Steelers lost this. <laughs> Classic. But, um, 
Let's see, where, where are we in this? So next up we had Panthers at Vikings. Um, this one Carolina was super close. One. Yeah. They messed up. So you and I both had the same takeaway because this game came on at the very end. It was fourth down. Panthers were up three. And then they went for the field goal. They're they're on fourth down, like, at the two-yard line or something, right? Yeah, it was super close. Because, like, preceding this, they had punted, and then Minnesota muffed the punt. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, they, they are blessed with, like, they pretty much are blessed with the win right there. And, like, some pussy-ass play call and just fucks it all up. I want to know why they did not. You're already up three. You get another field goal, now you're up six. Okay, they can't win with a field goal. But they can win with a touchdown. Yeah. And if you go for the touchdown and don't get it, you're still up three, which means they get the ball back at their own two-yard line. They're at best going to get a field goal to tie it, but they're not going to get a touchdown. You get you score, it forces them to actually have to get a touchdown and win. I thought that was terrible play yeah. calling. And they really should have scored. DJ Moore was super open, and Teddy just missed him as well, like on the third down there. Like, they should have had a touchdown. Teddy had a really bad game. Like, also, he played really poorly. Is Minnesota's secondary improving? Maybe. It's, it's been like four weeks now, and I'm starting to get nervous. It's like it is getting a little better. Like it's tough because, like I said, I haven't gotten to watch all of every game yet. But the bits I saw, like Teddy's passing, was off. Like I don't know if he just wasn't fully healthy yet or something because he was coming back off an of injury. Um, but yes. yeah, he like that like that pass to DJ Moore that ended up DJ Moore ended up like hurting himself on trying to adjust to it. Like he was fairly off this game. Um, yeah, let me take a look at Minnesota's like past few games to see like. If their secondary is improving, because so the Cowboys the previous week, um, they so they yeah, had Cowboys like, had a ball. Yeah, see Cowboys because Cooper had an okay game. That's kind of like a tougher one to manage. And they had, they've had Bears, but like had their schedule. It's hard, it's hard to tell with their schedule, sort of. Because like it it's, started with the Packers. They beat the Packers, and uh, there was just like a whole half of the game where Rodgers didn't score, which I thought was weird. And then they beat up the Lions, who I think they didn't have Kenny for this one. Yeah, because Stafford got hurt midway through, and there was no Kenny. Yeah. And then they got the Bears. And then, um, I think the Bears game didn't full. Uh, I'm trying to remember if got hurt. Yeah, Foles got hurt at the end before the last drive. And then they got the Cowboys. But the Cowboys beat them. Um, uh-huh. They, I'm trying to remember how it went. Was that the game where they had, like, some random turnovers that, like, oh, yeah, this was the loss that, like, for, like, for once was not Kirk's fault, or was it a different one? No, that was earlier in the year, never mind. Yeah, that was the Bears game. That's right. That was yeah. the Monday night Bears primetime game. Yeah, that was the previous one. I, was trying to be like, I knew there was one where it wasn't Kirk's fault that they weren't doing well. Um, it's not Kirk's fault. Yeah. No, this this one, like the Cowboys one, was just like both teams played good offense. There was just not enough defense. <laughs> Need but, more D. Uh, yeah, they haven't really been like tested enough through the air to really say, I feel like. I know. That's kind of what I feel, but now I'm just like, it just keeps happening, man. Yeah. I was hoping Teddy would ball out. Yeah, that was, like, the hope, because, like, his yardage, his, like, yards per completion were fine, but per attempt was really bad. So, but yeah, like, there, there were a couple times he just looked off, so maybe he just wasn't fully healthy. I don't know. Jeremy Chin had a hell of a fucking game. He had two touchdowns, by the way. Back to back. Yeah, that was crazy. I'm like, wait, did he just, did he just get a second one? <laughs> so, congrats. I'm glad to we mentioned him in our sort of rookies to look out for. Yeah, 
said congrats to the rookie there that was that's impressive um but yeah i guess um yeah i mean this was one of the, like, the super close ones like i think it's like i think we said like aside from raiders all of our wrong ones were close wrong at least yeah this is a one point loss yeah, so. literally like the panthers even had a chance too at the end but couldn't convert the field goal see i'm looking <laughs> at the vikings i'm like because they get the jags next week and like if Minshew's not back it's glennon so like okay but then they get the bucks and i'm like okay maybe tom brady just like like rubs his dilly everywhere on him i don't know dilly dilly <laughs> but, uh, next up we had arizona uh, at the patriots another close loss um zane gonzalez Man. so much anger stop giving the patriots free wins yeah like a 45 yarder it like uh, like i know it's not a gimme but he's been missing him like consistently <laughs> so. this was 100 percent the cardinals game that they blew and gave to the patriots at the very end which is uh really annoying to watch because it kind of just feels like it keeps happening yeah because they they got a pick with like four and a half minutes left and like that should be the game but yep just then it, then it wasn't uh uh, the Patriots did do a few things pretty well. I think they kept Murray from scurrying. Yeah, that 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 was the big, I guess, like surprise of this one was yeah. you know, like five for thirty-one for him. Yep, which is really low for the guy who's getting like six point seven yards per carry. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking back at because like there was like the Patriots had like almost no offense in this game and somehow still won. Correct. They had basically no offense. They had 179 total yards of offense. God. Because, <laughs> like, they threw it. They had, like, pick. I'm trying to think. They got, um, oh, yeah, they had a good return at one point. Um, like, to set up a good field position. Let's see, field goal. Yeah. Like, all of their, uh, like, scoring drives. So, yeah, their two touchdowns were off of good field position. And then they just, like, nothing else aside from those two drives, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, Cam had nine complete passes with two yeah. picks. Yeah, they're scoring. They're they're scoring drives. So they got a touchdown on a forty-six yard drive, a field goal on a thirty-five yard drive, a touchdown on a thirty-one yard drive, and then a field goal on a thirty-three yard drive. Oh my lord! Like, that's so bad. They, they they literally like they only did anything when they had some field position, and that was that was that was that. <laughs> like Arizona led in everything. They had three hundred yards of offense to their one eighty. They had less turnovers. They had more first downs, more time, like more time of possession. Like every stat was just this is the Cardinals game, and mm-hmm. yet kicker could make a field goal again. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they're gonna start bringing the guys to try out. I don't know because that's like that's crushing when like multiple times your kicker is fucking to death for you. Yeah, they should get a new one. Just saying, you pretty much have one job as a kicker. You you do have one job as a kicker, and it's to kick it and win it to kick it in between the uprights not not adam in between <laughs> no no we'll doinks. take the double doink uh, you know we think that should be pointed. the triple so, doink the triple doink oh gosh but speaking of doinks we had the dolphins at the jets doink i thought that was, I thought that was a good segue there good segue <laughs> they're they're we like briefly entertained the idea of this possibly being the one for the jets but and that was the briefly entertaining was where it ended um <laughs> so i what were what were donald's picks i'm trying to remember if like they were both his fault or if one they were himself. bad okay 
his picks were really bad. Gotcha. I was watching it and just like, wow. Yeah. And this is really bad for his draft capital. They're gonna they're gonna get like a fifth for him. Yeah. <sighs> him having good games is a lot. Like if he has good games, string them together, they end up trading him. They could get you know a second or third. Mm-hmm. But the way it's looking now, I don't even know if they'll be able to trade him. Yeah, I feel like a team that like I still think a team that has like a quarterback with like a year or two left would be very behooved to try to get him. But agreed. You know, like somewhere like the Steelers, if the Steelers got him and just kind of let him sit behind Roethlisberger till he retires, I think he would come in pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm even thinking it's like a team like, because I'm not sure how long Stafford has with the Lions or Ryan has with the Falcons. I need to take a look at their contracts because like it could be things where like, okay, they're kind of financially tied to these guys for another year or two. But like after that, then yeah. <clears throat> let me see. Yeah, Stafford's contract, he... Is pretty much tied for 21 to 22. And then 23, it's, you know, a lot more forgiving. Well, 22 is a lot more forgiving, too. But for sure, next year, he's pretty much tied there. And then I'm trying to remember what Matt Ryan's contract was. Because I know there were a lot of trade talks about Matt Ryan as well. So Matt Ryan, yeah, 2021 is pretty on there. 22 as well, most likely. But so those places would make some sense for uh, Darnold, maybe, if they want to kind of look to, like, their next quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I know that uh, the Lions fired both Patricia and Quinn. Hooray. Yeah, so they're definitely going to probably try to uh, change things up a bit after this year. Did the Falcons also cut their GM? Um, Yes, which I didn't see. I didn't see that one coming because I knew I knew. Okay, Quinn was, you know. Yeah, we knew Quinn's time was up. Yeah, I didn't think Dimitrov, that's the name, right, was going to be out as well. Cause, that's right. Yeah. So Stafford is only 32 right now. His contract, um, let's see, 2021 is, it's you know, it's you could get out of it, but not great. So he won't, he won't be that old at the end of his contract. He'll probably still have another one left in him. But Matt Ryan is already, let's see, 30, 35. And then by the time they can really get out of it reasonably, he'll be 36. And by the full end of it, he's 38. So, like, yeah. So like it's it's kind of tough. They're they're in a tough spot with him. Um, not that he's like bad or anything. Like the team's just in a tough spot. But yeah. But uh, you know, I for dynasty formats, I have Darnold, mm-hmm. and I just kind of want to see what happens. Yeah, the I Jets have kind of. I hope the Jets didn't ruin him. I my only hope that they haven't is that he is super young. Yeah, like that was the thing. He he is so fucking young. Like he was so like moldable, and I'm hoping they didn't like do the thing where they put him through like the Play-Doh spaghetti and like got it stuck in there. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's what's happening right now. It's like yeah, you got to get the spaghetti the Play-Doh out of the spaghetti thing. Got to get it Hurry. out of there, man. Like re- re- make it something else. Hurry, it's gonna dry in there. You're out uh, on the sidewalk. It's drying. It's drying in the spaghetti thing. Oh no, oh, there's geez. a. Plato raisin in the sun. Spray some moisture on it. <laughs> what would the moisture be? Like a new coach, I guess. That'd be like the that, like anyone but Adam Gase play calling, which is another fun thing to bring up is his uh, <laughs> Adam Gase <laughs> denying uh, acknowledging who's actually calling the plays because I, there were points during the game where you could see that like he was the one calling the plays and basically what it's come down to is Dowlett Loggins or whatever the heck his name is is you know um 
is calling the plays, quote-unquote, but he's relaying them to Gase. And Gase is still the one saying them to the lineup. So he can change them whenever he wants. Whenever you see a certain someone run up the, run up the middle on second and long, you know who it is. Yeah, no, there are so many times, like, when you watch the game, you can go, that's a Gase play call. You <laughs> absolutely know. Oh, it's a punt, an arm punt. That's a Gase play call. Run up the middle three times in a row with a 37-year-old running back. That's a Gase play call. Oh, Since man. it puts them at a competitive disadvantage for other teams to know their play calling. Son, I don't think you could be less competitive. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that what you want? It seems like that's what you want, right? Right. <laughs> I don't know, but... So anyway, in, into the game itself. We'll second we can start with the Jets side. So we debated Frank Gore a lot. He ended up not getting into the end zone, but like in half PPR, I think he got like exactly 10 fantasy points. He was like 10.1. He got like... Uh-huh. He got a, an enough to not like make you super sad. It was funny. Like but, I um, said, man, he had 12 to 14 point ceiling. And I think that was a pretty yeah, good call. 10.1 is what he ended up with. And then um, that's what it was. Yeah. So, and then, so the pass catching options, I guess, is probably where like the most interest comes. Uh, Perriman and Mins both got eight targets each. So that's good to see them kind of pushing it downfield. And maybe in a better passing matchup, they can like do a little better. So, like, because the way the Jets are right now, like, they're better off like passing more like their pass game is gonna be better than the run game right like they might as well just throw it out there and see what they have out of their wide receiver core yeah because like, you know what you have out of frank gore you don't have to evaluate frank gore for next year as you're yeah. rebuilding because <laughs> <laughs> they have like the raiders next week and like well i think the raiders will win it's a much easier defensive matchup and like switching the secondary so like they may be able to get some stuff going with uh, Mims next week because I think it'll be like Mims on Arnett, which will be kind of a fun matchup. But Mims looks good, man. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah, Mims, Mims has been re- Mims has looked great. So, like, he was getting good a pick. ton of targets that Darnold wasn't always connecting on him with, but he was getting a lot of looks. Yeah, and then uh, on the Dolphins side, Fitzpatrick had a solid outing. Um, see, Devontae Parker kind of as expected. It was just him for the most part. I mean, Kaseki got a touchdown, but. 14 targets for Parker. We we know Fitz loves him. Fitz loves Parker, dude. Yeah. Like, as long as it's Fitz, like, you know it's going to be a bunch of bunch of Parker. <laughs> especially when it's a decent matchup. Oh, man. Yeah. Because uh, Tua, it sounds like they think Tua might be back this week. But, like, they pretty much said, like, if they're at all unsure remotely, he won't play. So It's almost like they're competently run. Yeah. That's funny. We're not gonna put our rookie quarterback in a situation that could damage his confidence by playing injured. Yeah, like Adam Gase. <laughs> yeah, like because he, uh, like they're kind of asking Flores in like press conferences, like if two is their guy, and like he's like, yes, like when two was healthy, he is our starter. Like how many right. ways can I say it? Like that's why. I, yeah, he's just not healthy. But are you sure there's not a quarterback controversy? Are you sure? It kind of sounds like there's a quarterback controversy, guys. There's a quarterback controversy. <laughs> He's not healthy. He's not starting. It's the Jets. We could play without a quarterback and win this. Yeah, <laughs> so but... we're gonna let him sit. This this last uh, AFC spot is like in, pretty interesting now, though. Like depending on Tua's health too, and just like how the Dolphins kind of finish out that like that last AFC spot. Like, yeah, man, circle the calendar there for the last game of the Dolphins season against the Bills. 
Because if they win that, they're probably in the playoffs. Yeah, because right now, oh man, Claypool so close again. Oh, Claypool almost had a tutty there. So anyway, so yeah, back to this. Um, so Chiefs, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, probably for sure in, I guess, point. Uh, Tennessee, I assume so too. And then we've got like the next batch of like Cleveland is next. And then like Miami and uh, India are both seven and four. Uh, Baltimore six and four. So like it's going to be a tough bout for those last couple spots. Yeah, the Ravens lost Lamar at a really bad time. Yeah, the Browns. So the Browns could just kind of tough. Like they could easily go two and three the next of uh, their next few because they've got Titans, Ravens, Giants, Jets, Steelers. So like two and three after that seems pretty reasonable. So they end up ten and six, and then we got to look at the Ravens. Like if they lose today, they have to kind of win out almost, which is very doable with the rest of their schedule. With like, the rest of their schedule, I yeah. think it's not Cowboys, Browns, Jags, Giants, Bengals. Like yeah. Like the Browns game is the only questionable. Like they could, they boat race the Browns the first time, so they could easily finish out. You know, yeah. Just and five. they should be all healthy at that point. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, say like, who else? Because then the because Ra- the Raiders like up until this week it was like okay, but then they played like ass. So it's just like I know. And, like the rest of their games, so, like they got the Colts in two weeks, but then it's like aside from that, it's Jets, Chargers, Dolphins, Broncos. Like the Dolphins game is going to be hella important. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, the three other games, like, should be wins. I know the Chargers are, like, better than their record, usually. But, like, they should win that. Day after Christmas. Man. Raiders, Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, God, that's going to be fucking nerve-wracking. Oh, that's going to be so good. Yeah, it should be Josh Jacobs' day. But, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) we're getting off track a lot. So, next up, we have Cleveland at Jacksonville. Speaking of, um, Chubba-lubba-dub-dub. Dub-dub-dub. Yeah, he, of course, what, nuts. 19 carries for 144. Kareem Hunt ended up fine day two, 10 for 62. And then Jarvis Landry was, uh, he balled out. They finally had a non-monsoon game. Like, every game since Odell's been out has been a fucking monsoon. So this is the first They've been time. been home okay. for a lot of them. Yeah, which, yeah, Cleveland. Raiders Cleveland. game home, garbage weather. Texans game home, garbage weather. Eagles game home, garbage weather. And they finally go to Jacksonville and have some nice weather there. Yeah. It was great to yeah. see. Warm weather, Jarvis. We know he likes that warm weather. Uh, I saw a funny <laughs> video of him, like, when it's for, like, in, in, like, a big Cleveland snow. He's just like, oh, I fucking hate this. <laughs> but um, he yeah, he was he misses that Miami weather I bet. But yeah, they finally had a warm weather to fucking pass. So, and then uh, on the Jack side, um, let's see. Oh, they almost pulled it off. I was rooting yeah, for like <laughs> I found myself rooting for it by the end of the game. They almost pulled it off. I mean, so the Browns' point differential. I think this is a pretty glaring issue. <laughs> yeah, that's just what I brought up. Oh man, they're so the Panthers have a better point differential than the Browns. Yeah, they are. The Browns are minus twenty one on the season in point differential with an eight and three record. That is horrible. Yeah, which like like I said, they've gotten. There's been a couple of games they've just gotten boat raced. Right, but then that's like, I don't like that's really concerning to me. Yeah, like yeah. if you're looking at the playoff hopes of a particular team, mm-hmm. that number in the red there is normally not a good thing yeah because yeah the Steelers and Ravens both just fucking hauling 38 on him and kept until like six and seven respectively so, right yeah like, like the Ravens touchdown plus 73 and they're six and four yeah 
all 73, though. They, things tend to balance out with that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it's, that's kind of funny. Like, it's not like the usual Browns. Like, they are actually, like, winning games that are close. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah look it's at the, a new year. Yeah, Pittsburgh's got the best point differential right now. And then if the the whole NFC West still has a positive point differential. Meanwhile, the whole NFC oh, meanwhile. East... Meanwhile... As a, all of the NFC East is in the red. Um, what do you think the Jets are at right now? Have you looked at it or no? I didn't see theirs. Okay, what do you um, think it is? Last time we talked, they were what, like minus 100-something? I don't remember. So they played 11 games, for what it's worth. And they've but lost by double digits every single game. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if every single, but most of them. I mean, that's basically 200. Is that where you're calling, or are you going to go different, or...? Um, I'm going to guess like just under 200. I'll say like 190. It is minus 170, not far off. All right. Yeah, I'll say because Adam Gase has lost almost every game by at least 10 points, and there's been 11 games. Yeah, they, they clawed back a bit in the Chargers game and kind of held their own a bit with the Bills and Broncos. So. Yeah, it's like the Patriots lost. They only lost by like three, and there are a few there. They only lost oh, yeah, by a well, yeah. They, well, had... they only lost by less than a touchdown. <laughs> They had a single-digit loss? They, were only, they only lost by a field goal? What? To the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so Jag side of things, um, James Robinson had a really good game. The Cleveland run D was pretty weak in this one. No Miles Garrett hurts too, but they're kind of – I think they're missing a couple other guys, I feel like. But their, their, their defensive numbers overall, especially run D numbers, have been like way padded by the last three weeks of monsoons and like the low-scoring games. Yeah, and you know I've said it before. I'm going to keep harping on it that uh, the Jaguars' run blocking is really good, and yeah. teams that aren't not well equipped to handle that are going to let James Robinson run all over them. Yeah, dude, it's it's I love it's such a perfect fit between running back and like line and scheme and everything. It's great. There was a uh, little tidbit that came out about like Marone had to convince pretty much the front office to like let him make James Robinson the guy. Uh, which, which is, yeah. why does your coach have to convince the front office on who he wants to start in his game? Yeah, it wasn't like they were like telling him, no, no don't do it. But he was like, I think it's pretty much saying, like, we don't need to bring in anyone else. Like, James Robinson can do it. He's fine. He's great. We're good. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> so, and then Colin Johnson ended up being the top receiver in this game, which was kind of funny. Um, the rookie out of Tennessee. Well, a fair amount of people liked it because, yeah, I think he was pretty productive in college and he profiles as, like, a big slot, more or less. And I guess we kind of saw, like, a backup connection here as far as, like, random receiver with the backup here. But um, Colin Johnson, like, looked good, too, on his touchdown. Yeah. He's big. Glennon actually looked okay. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't great, but... Oh, I know I like Colin Johnson. He's 6'6". That's it. Oh, there we go. They could, like, they're, like see each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The ginger giraffe peering over the trees of his lineman. <laughs> Dude, he's, fucking, oh, he's fucking massive. 6'6", 222. It's a big-ass receiver. But yeah, I mean, he was 20 of 35. Glennon, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 235 yards. Got two tutties. Um, yeah. I was really rooting for him. Yeah, I think really? they are I think they are expecting Minshew back soon. Well, I thought, they thought he I might be back this week. I read that they're going to keep rolling with Glennon. Wow. Oh. Huh. 
see. Yeah, because yeah, they, they had him out for twelve. Like I don't know if they'll like even play him if he's healthy or what they're gonna do. I, I mean, yeah, you never really know the Jacksonville, I guess. But yeah, this one says uh, although Minshew has recovered, the Jags are going with Glennon as their quarterback against the Vikings. Hmm. Where was that? I didn't see that. <laughs> that's on their that's on their page, like oh, the huh. Jaguars page. Yeah. Well then. I know. Hey man, if Glennon gets them a win or two, that is exactly what I need. Revenge game against the Bears after being snubbed. Oh god, that'd be fun. By wonderful. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> oh, I wonder what they're gonna do with Minshew though after this year. Uh um, maybe just keep him as a backup. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. I mean they're trying to get Lawrence or Fields. Yeah, you know they want one of those top quarterbacks. So yeah, Ugh, but yeah. Anyway, next up um, we had Nolan's at Denver. So very shortly after this, uh, we found out that they wouldn't have a quarterback. Um, yeah. So I switched to the Saints. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, which like that sucks for them. And to add insult to injury, they all like all of the quarterbacks tested negative like they could have used any of them mm. <laughs> dang because yeah w- one of, one of them got it on. yeah i can't yep. remember which one got it and then spread it but yep no like i think Locke was the one who couldn't play but ripping bortles and driscoll question mark did, did driscoll were get all it? fine oh, i gotta find which one got it but yeah basically one got it they determined them high risk, and they could not play. I, th- I think Driscoll got it. Yeah, if they had a quarterback, would have been nice to take the Broncos here because uh, this, the Saints had a few pretty big issues going into the game. Because I was texting you, they didn't have their left tackle or left guard this week. Yeah, they ended up like losing them to. I think they also tested positive, or I don't know if one was hurt, right. one was COVID, but one was COVID. Toronto Armstead was COVID, I think. Gotcha. Because. Yeah, pretty much Latavius Murray just ran, and that was the game. <laughs> Taysom Hill with his two rushing tighties, of course. But, like, they were the, te- the Saints were not, like, impressive. Like, I think a real quarterback could have made a huge difference because they had Kendall Hinton, former part-time quarterback at Wake Forest, who was on their practice squad who they brought up, and they were running, like, a lot of Wildcat. And I think Lindsey got hurt during the game. Like, it was just a shit show. Oh, it was but disgusting. One pass was completed, like, yeah. They, uh, yeah, I mean, they... <laughs> If they had a quarterback, I kind of think they could have won this. Taysom Hill was garbage. 9 of 16 for 78 yards and an interception. Still had Michael Thomas. He just couldn't throw anywhere. Yeah, I... And then, of, of course, you know, the Broncos were getting really good pass rush, which we anticipated. It just all came down to the fact that the Broncos, like, weren't allowed to have an offense Sunday, which is yeah. kind of ridiculous. They didn't postpone the game or do anything. Yeah, like, I know they said, like, it wasn't deemed an outbreak, but, I don't know, it's kind of, it's very unlucky for them. Right, I mean, you're telling me that if it's the Super Bowl and Pat Mahomes gets COVID, they're not going to push the game back? Yeah, like... Like, even if it's one guy, and he's quarantined, and there was no spread, it's not an outbreak, you're telling me, like... At that point, I feel like the team would be like, oh, he had close contact with some people... All of us, really. Look, we were all eating We all love him so much. Cake. We shared the ketchup. We, shared we the all ketchup. shared his ketchup. <laughs> he drinks it out of the bottle, too. <laughs> oh, God. 
So my uh, stomach just turned a little. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, New Orleans didn't look impressive, and dude, I'm so fucking pissed. I have to pick the rematch with the Falcons next week. God, I don't want to fucking pick that. Damn it. Oh well, we'll, we'll I'm, let. Oh, I'm already tilted about that. <laughs> we'll let future Mozzie and Muscle deal with that yeah. one because I don't we'll want to think about that. Either. We'll see how the O line for the Saints is looking because if they're still missing two guys. Maybe maybe it'll be redemption, and if Julio's back, you know. Oh God, yeah, you know, right. maybe there's but, a chance. Yeah, not much to take from this game, really. I don't think. But next up, we had San Fran at the Rams. Another close miss. Um, does uh, does Kyle Shanahan just own McVay? Apparently, <laughs> like McVay owns Carroll, and Shanahan owns McVay, and Rock, then there's Clingsbury, who just like. Clingsbury throws out Kyler and hopes it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, what on earth? <laughs> we, I mean, we got... Jared Goof, man. Yeah, we got more Jared Goof this week. Yeah, the... I, I don't know, they just... I, I don't know, I, I don't know how, like, it's one of those things where you don't know how it happens, it just did. Like, they could not run the ball for Dick aside from, like, a couple long game makers runs. Yeah. Which I'm glad they're using him more, but, like, they couldn't really get Cooper Cup involved. Like, Robert Woods was the only receiver things were working with. Like, yeah, the, their run game kept getting stuffed over and over, aside from the one Cam Akers run. Which is definitely how the Rams operate as yeah. an offense Cause we saw their run game. Because we saw the previous week, they kind of, like, not fully abandoned it, but, like, accepted the fact that it wasn't working. But I think they knew it going in. I think they thought it would work and kept trying to make it work, and it just didn't work. Yeah. That, yeah. This was kind of a shock. Like, uh, yeah, no Whitworth hurt too there for sure. Yeah, no Whitworth hurt. They, I mean, the Rams. This is a game you need to win, man. Yeah, I mean, like it's pretty much the defense and Debo. Like, oh Debo, the Debo was great. Thirteen targets, eleven receptions, hundred thirty-three yards. Give me Debo. So yeah, he's so good, man. I'm One of my favorites. See how were there any like I'm trying to see if there's any like major penalty stuff? No penalties. It was just, you know just kind of poor play by the Rams. Yeah. Um, three three turnovers for the Niners, four for the Rams. All turnovers in general. So, yeah. but the only thing I will say about the Rams is that they they do have a consistency to their inconsistencies. <laughs> no, you're right. If you know if you can pretty much decide pretty early on like is golf gonna have time or mm-hmm. not and if the answer is yes you can probably pick the rams and if the answer is no you should probably pick the other team mm-hmm. yeah he's I, just not good with the pass rush in his face yeah he kind of falls under that group of like hugely diminishes under pressure i do think honestly my, my biggest takeaway from this game is probably being impressed with robert sala mm-hmm. the, yeah, the niners d coordinator which he's gonna get ahead yeah because yeah even after last year teams were looking at him and i assume after this year he's gonna be like he's probably gonna be the top head coaching candidate this offseason sounds like but yeah pretty pretty unexciting game aside from flash of cam makers and debo so Mm -hmm. uh, next up we had the chiefs and what what a fucking quarter man oh man dude What's uh, what's his name, Dave? I don't remember the first name because so Jamel Dean was out, and so Tyreek Hill was like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking punk this kid, Davis, over yeah. here." But that was rough. He oh, just got re- like, oh, Ebron drop, classic. Eric Stone hands Ebron. Speaking of, uh, just the butt on the ball, my hands are yellow because <laughs> the butt is on my gloves. 
there's um Man, that butterball. so my brain always goes there so there's this like video i think it's like on, it was on tiktok it was literally this guy put like a little like slice of butter on his dog's head and he's like but a dog dog with the butter on it dog got the butter on his head and the dog just like the dog like with the butter on its head just like kind of freezes up it's hilarious it's like it doesn't know what to do with the butter on its head. What is this thing? The butter dog. So human, get it off of me. <laughs> do I eat it? But yeah, Tyreek had over 200 yards in the first quarter and only got like 60 more yards. Oh no! But um, oh no, he went nuts. Um, I had the stack in DFS and on one of my actual fantasy teams, and it was just very fun to watch the numbers skyrocket. Um, you had 50 points, right? Do what? Yeah, Ty- Tyreek, uh, so on, like, DraftKings scoring at, like, 60 points or something, because you get, like, a yardage bonus and stuff, full PPR. But even, like, half PPR, you still got, like, 50-something, yeah. Woof! Yeah, man. Pretty nuts. Um, yeah, so I do want to give... So despite, like, how he toasted them in the first quarter, I do think you got to give some credit to the Bucks for their adjustments. Like, at half. They started to mount a comeback. Yeah, no, like, they, like, had a very good chance at a comeback at the end of this. Oh, yeah. But, you know, one team has a future Hall of Fame quarterback, and the other team is the Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> uh... Ta-da. Ta-da. Got him. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, the, the two drives in the second half, Brady threw picks. That was unfortunate. Uh, I, I feel like I remember, because I pretty much only watched this game in the, in the second window. Um, I, I did not even look at replays of the Bears, not Bears, sorry, the Saints Broncos. I watched a little bits of like going back on the uh, other game, but like during the window, I was just only watching like individually Chiefs and Bucks. And I thought yeah. I remember one of the, I thought I remember one of the picks not being baseball, but it could be off. Although he like, <laughs> so Fournette had a cup, Fournette had some drops too. It was funny. Oh Yeah. But yeah, um, that's why he got kind of benched. Yeah. You don't if you drop it, you're out. Yeah. Was that this game or was that last game? Not in last game. I think oh, it yeah. was this game, wasn't it? Was my, I think it was the primetime game they had. I guess the Rams, right? Maybe. I try to remember. Maybe that was why Fort Roger got more time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fortnite drops were last week. My bad. I mix up the poor running back performances for the Bucks sometimes. <laughs> but Ro- Rojo looks so much better than Fortnite, right? Like that has been the case regularly this year. Yeah, no, I think Rojo's a better back altogether. Yeah. And Arians even said he needs to be getting 20 carries a game, which we have said and harped on. Yeah, they they are best when they can get the run game going. Like, Yes, they're not running the right offense for what they have. Yeah. Change it. Which, all in all, I think we can just say that AB has cursed the Bucks. Um, yep. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, uh, on on the Bucks side, so okay, Chiefs side, we, we know what happened, we know what they did. Yeah, um, uh-huh. <laughs> pretty straightforward. Sammy was back, you know, it was cool. But Bucks side, so Gronk had a good game, which was I thought that I thought that part was kind of interesting, just in the sense of like seeing where the Chiefs' strengths are because their corners have been playing way better than everyone expected, and like the, the their run D is sort of a weakness, but the, the Bucks didn't really get a chance to exploit it. So I guess we might see we might, we might see some more running and tight end heavy teams maybe find ways to exploit the Chiefs. I mean, R- Ronald Jones averaged 7.3 yards a carry. You know, he, he was nine carries for almost 70 yards. Yeah. And he had that, like, uh, like catch yeah, and run tutty, too. Yeah. Like, 
bruh, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, like use Rojo. Yeah, like this this game gave me a bit of hope for the Ravens um, going forward against the Chiefs. I think offensive game plan wise, seeing how like because I know they they fell behind early, but like seeing the running success and tight end success that they had might be something that the Ravens take note of. But you know, just yeah. You know, Insert, insert Dobbins for Rojo, you know. Insert Dobbins and Mandrews for Yeah, uh, Rojo for and Gronk, yeah. So, but um, but the only issue is, aside from that, the Bucks also have receivers. We saw uh, Godwin have a pretty solid game. Evans get the two tutties, so. Yeah, I mean, Godwin had nine targets, eight catches, almost 100 yards. He was definitely uh, a really big impact on the offense. Not, yeah. like, as huge in fantasy if you weren't, like, PPR-based, but still pretty important for the yeah. game itself. Yeah, Evans keeps getting the touchdowns. Like he yeah, and Brady, he and, like Brady, he and Brady are often not on the same page, but they are on the same page when it comes to like the the red zone. Yeah, Godwin eight for nine receptions to targets. Evans three for nine. Yeah. Oh, go go R two three go. Bringing <laughs> <laughs> up a big run. Yeah, Evans has eleven touchdowns on the year. I think he and Thielen are tied. I don't know how many Thielen has. He might have more now, but. That's a lot. Eleven's yeah. a lot. Yeah, they're they're racking people. they're racking at the tutties. And um he oh, he's on a bye this week, but week 14, 15, 16 in Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit. So if I know I know it was a bummer when A B came in, but the last three weeks he's been pretty fine. Takes the touchdowns, and I think the last three weeks of the of the season of fantasy season, he should be solid too. So mm-hmm. as bleak as it may have looked, he should he should help you out. So but yeah, like the I was getting very upset that the Chiefs were letting the Bucks back in it. I'm like, keep, keep it, keep it going. Don't, don't stop. Right. <laughs> like, I know. I was getting nervous, but I wanted to just keep destroying them. I, I loved, I like, I loved watching like them fuck up. Like coming in the second half, like why those two picks? I'm like, ah, I relish in this. <laughs> oh, that gives me strength to watch Brady throw bad picks. Yeah, they were his fault, also, okay. especially the last one. Yeah, and I know for sure the last one was really bad. I remember that one being his fault. Oh, it's awful. So, but uh, speaking of awful, our last game we had was the Bears going to the Packers, and the Packers handily won this as expected. Um, the final score doesn't do it justice because before the fourth, it was forty-one to ten. Um, <laughs> and I loved how petty the Packers were during this. Like they oh kept, my God. like even like in the fourth quarter, they were going for it on fourth down. It was fucking great. I loved it. I'm surprised they didn't go for two the way yeah. they were going. Uh, were this was more it. of a blow up than I thought. I thought it'd be a lot closer. I'll be honest. Like I still expected a Packers victory, but thought the Bears defense would hold them in check a little bit more because you know the the Rogers Devonte connection is great, but you can defend against that and force them to do other things, and their offense stalls out as we've seen multiple times this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no stalling. Yeah, no, the, the run game for Green Bay was on point. Yep. Noah Keem Hicks made, uh, yeah. oh, he's pulling up. He's hurt. Oh, no. Who's hurt? I'm a little behind you. Oh, you'll see. Oh, no, is it RG3? Who's, it's McSorley after him, if it is. Oh, gosh. But anyway, so while I wait for this to happen, yeah, Noah Keem Hicks, they took full advantage of that rush for 182 yards. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I see him just, like, limping out. Yeah, it was, yeah. I'm, I'm at least the, at least the Steelers guy didn't just wreck him like when he saw that that would have been so rude oh I know he's, he's probably, probably like, oh, he's man. probably like he's probably like hey Joe thank you for not wrecking me there yeah I'm trying to like watch what happens but hey, does he just, he just like just... cramp up 
Like, it was a 51, just, yeah, just like, okay, yeah, you can just go out of bounds. What the fuck? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. it was just a cramp and yeah. not, you know, him pulling something. Yeah, because he was able to still kind of, like, get out. I don't know. Got hope for the best. It, it, it was kind of a really fucked up week for them. So, maybe it is cramp. We'll see. But, oh, no. Yeah. Because if, if it's Trace McSorley, oh, no. Oh, no. It'll be, it'll be McSorley. Uh, McSorley buttholes. McSorley. So, I was, I was trying to think of a McSorley pawn. I'm like, sore? It'll be Sorley? Oh, oh no. Or it sounds like a swirly, <laughs> like a McDonald's swirly, like a McSwirly. A McSwirly. You, oh, get, you get a swirly in the McDonald's toilet? Exactly. Oh, no. So, God, that would be What are they terrible. called there? Flurries. Yeah. Well, those are always broken. Or is those Wendy's? The, no, yeah, the McFlurry, the McFlurry's McDonald's, and then the Frosty's Wendy's. The Frosty. Yeah. Frosty McSwirly. Fr- Frosty's melt so fucking fast, dude. They, they stay frozen for, like, a nanosecond. Like, they stay frozen as long as that, like, zebra stripe gum flavor lasted. Mm, I love that gum for about six seconds. <laughs> I mean, like, like, fucking, like, Hawaiian punch stays cold for, like, two seconds, even if you have ice in it. Like, trying to think, like... Some things just don't hold temperature. Anyway, um, back to this game. So, yeah, Packers dawned on him. The, sh- yeah, the Chicago run to you thought the key mix is just awful. Um, yeah. David Montgomery, so I know he had that one longer run, but he's, he still played well, like, aside from that, too. I actually think I've maybe been too harsh on Montgomery. Oh, Even no, though no. he hasn't had a good fantasy year. I think a lot of that has to do with the offensive line and just how bad their offense is. I think on some other teams, like if you put David Montgomery on the Patriots and yeah. got rid of like three of their other seven running backs to clear up the room a bit, yeah, it'd he, actually be pretty fantasy relevant. He has been playing like just watching him. He looks a lot better this year. Like he's uh-huh. I think he's gotten a little faster. Yeah, no, absolutely. Rookie year, I was off of him. I was off of him this year too because I don't trust yeah. the offense. But he. I think Montgomery is is pretty solid as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. It, it seems like he's improving because like the the worry and the I mean the, it was visible too. Like he like had a lot of issues with his burst early on, but it seems like he's kind of learning to play. Like one, he might be improving it too. I think he's kind of learning to play around it some as well. Um, I mean, he was kind of a victim of the game getting away from them, but you know, eleven yeah. carries for a hundred and three yards is. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, he had that one where he got tackled like just before the, the end zone. All right, RG three's back in. Looks like it was just a cramp. All right, we good. We That's good. good. I didn't want to oh, see. Oh man, almost hit Marquise Brown there too. Ooh, there's Brown. Um, but aside from uh, Montgomery, we did see Allen Robinson still stay alive fantasy wise. Um, that was the big shock. Yeah, he, I mean I that was also a product of the game being so far behind that they were chucking it. But. Yeah. He still did. He still did get one in the first half. Like I told you, on the first half, but uh-huh. thirteen targets. He he at least knew to throw to Allen Robinson a bunch. So. If he learns one thing from Foles, hopefully it's that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all, like all you can really hope for, because like in one league, I, in our league, I kind of like had to play, but in the dynasty league, I ended up like setting because I'm like, ah, fuck, you know, it, it didn't really matter because like I was playing someone tanking, so I was just like, sure, let's fucking try Slayton now, and then Dimes got hurt, but like. Yeah, A-Rob uh-huh. doing okay against the Packers, who have Alexander with Trubisky as his quarterback, is very reassuring long-term. 
Yeah, I'm picturing like that meme of like Fitzpatrick telling Tua just to throw it if when he's under pressure to his first read in it, but it's it's Foles and Trubisky, and Foles is like, man, just throw it high to your tallest receiver. <laughs> yeah, because he he's got great matchups the rest of the year: Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville. I mean, we're really yet to see how Minnesota secondary actually is because they've not really been tested, but he doesn't have tough matchups left so hopefully he could be okay fantasy wise a rob i would say even if the Vikings secondary is improving from a coaching standpoint somebody like a rob could still exploit it yeah it's just a matter of ken trubisky (laughs) ken trubisky and such is life there ken trubisky (laughs) and then that yeah it's the end of that (laughs) but insert anything after yeah the bears just looked awful so yeah, they've lost now. How many straight now? Five straight, is it? Six straight? Um, five straight? Yeah, five straight. Five straight, yeah. Are yeah. they at the – they're almost there. So watch them go like five and uh, five and one and then finish six and ten. They're almost there. They're trying real hard. Because like, okay. I mean, maybe they beat the Jags, but – Like Houston should beat them. I think Detroit next week with the you know relief of no Patricia should win. Minnesota should beat them. Like, yeah, Jacksonville's really the only winnable one left, I feel like. Yeah. They got revenge game Glennon and uh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson needing to assert his dominance as the after-drafted tra- quarterback. Yeah. Ooh, and then uh, you've got the Lions who are – I think every game this year where a coach has been fired, the team has won. Yeah, because that's always a debate. Because the one where – like you were, you were on the other side of this than I was as far as, like, Robert Quinn, but – yeah, the the post fire is usually a relief depending on how it goes. But yeah, so we are watching as the final week twelve game finishes up, and uh, I guess we yeah we can recap that sort of. It'll be a little tough with no Lamar, and it looks like Justice Hill got in. I think so. Looks like they're putting him Maybe. down. Oh, uh, yeah, it was close. A bunch of people love Justice Hill at like uh, going like into his first year as a rookie, and then mm-hmm. it all died when they drafted Dobbins. Yeah, he looks pretty but, solid. Uh, I think he was worth a pickup in a few places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was out there down a little before. Wonder if they'll sneak it or give it to him. But, yeah. But anyway, in the uh, in the meantime, until uh, next time, we hope you enjoy the rest of this WAF game. Yeah. Um, we got uh, one more here. Oh, did we? Did I miss one? We got one more. Oh, my bad. We I definitely got to talk about real quick. I, it's, I think it's reasonable I forgot this existed, right? Yeah, I think we all kind of blocked it out. The Eagles at home against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. You you start. (laughs) Oh, my God. What on earth are the Eagles doing? That – it's just infuriating. I didn't – let me look at how they actually ran their game, but – I subjected myself to watching pretty much the whole game. You watched the whole game? Yeah. I, I I mean, I played, I have DFS lines going, and I was like, okay. When I, I, I'd sort of zoned out when they went for it instead of kicking that field. I had no clue why they did that. Like, I'm all for being aggressive, but I didn't see any reason to not kick the field goal and get within one score instead of, like, going for the touchdown. Of course, they ended up throwing a pick at oh! that moment. I just saw Gus get stopped on third. Or second down, I forgot. Well, I think I'll just update it. Oh man! Aww, I thought they might do that. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! I have to refresh. I'm behind. 
<laughs> this is why we refresh, boys. Oh, is it Wilson? Yep. Oh, dropped it. Oh, no. Almost had it. I thought they might do that because they need to get touchdowns this game. Yeah. Was that um, fourth when they went for it just now? Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, it sense. was the end of the game. They had no time. Right left. And a half. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Uh, DK balled out. Obviously, we kind of yes. knew that was going to happen. He fucking owned Darius Slay, which I thought Slay was going to get solved. He like he was trying to get himself kicked out. Honestly, it looked like he was so pissed. DK was owning him and just goes up and tries to like start a fight after a play, first drive. But like, yeah, he has so much size on Slay, dude. <laughs> I I don't know what's happened to Wentz. I yeah, like okay, the Seahawks side, like some of their. Some of their stuff was questionable, but it didn't really matter. Like, I'd be, I'd, I'd pretty much like on the Eagles. Like, Wentz has looked bad this year. Like, we we defended Wentz a lot, but it got to a point where I'm like, what the fuck, Wentz? All right. Like, I know. I'm even, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. Kind of like, he's been bad. Like, the Eagles as a whole have been bad, and he I'm, has become bad as well for now. For now, yeah. Like, he's I don't know if they bad. broke him or what. I uh I won't de- I'm like I have to stop defending him. I won't I'm not going to give up on him cuz of his history, but <sighs> Yeah, he looked he looked bad this game. Like he missed Goddard a couple times and he probably should have had, you know, like pretty big chunk gains. He threw that which okay. On on the last pick, I don't blame okay. I I blame the pick on him, but they that should not have been a play that was run to begin with. Like they should have kicked that field goal at the end. Oh, definitely. Terrible pick, but, like, why was that happening? So Yeah, they should have gone for the field goal there. Yeah, because then they're – because, like, the Seahawks aren't even, like, playing that well, and the defense is holding up. Like, you go for that field goal, like, if you could stop it, you're within a score. Like, I get if you get the touchdown. Like, the point is get the touchdown and get within a score even if they get a field goal, but, like, I don't know. Your offense is ass. Like, (laughs) yeah, like, you just got to try that. I don't know. So. Yeah, it was disheartening. Uh, the one thing I will say that I think is a takeaway to make from this game is the Seattle pass rush is definitely starting to work. Yeah, their defense uh, is getting better, like for sure. It's the combination of getting Carlos Dunlap plus Jamal Adams being healthy and LJ Collier, they mm-hmm. actually, I think, are tied for the lead in sacks like the past few weeks. Okay, and on. then uh, Griffin, he was out for a bit too, right? And he's back. Shaquille uh, Griffin. So. Yeah, he had missed the last. Yeah, he'd been out since week eight. And then, because he got hurt in the Arizona game week seven, and he was back this week. So he's back. Yeah, having Dunlap, having Adams. Like their defense is getting healthier again. Uh huh. They've been playing better. And so yeah, they're, they're not the gimme anymore. Exactly. Their defense is still totally exploitable but they're a little more opportunistic yeah they have a little bit more Um, pass rush they can create some plays doing that jamal adams is right where he wants to be in the box getting a pass rush blitzing the quarterback and Mm -hmm. stop helping stop the run Um, he's not a cover safety i'm tired of people kind of getting on him for not being able to cover people in the secondary Mm -hmm. that's not really his job that's not really what he does (laughs) Yeah, and you would know like, this better than I do. Like, is he is he like just actively bad at it, or is he just not good at it? Like, no, is it? He was one of the better coverage safeties when he's used that way. That's just not really his, you know. So he's not bad at it. Out. He's just like it's just, it makes way more sense to use him the other way. 
Right. They play a lot of these kind of zone uh, defenses that where they'll just, I mean, Jamal Adams zone is not in the back half of the secondary. It's up front. Mm-hmm. And having, having Shaquille Griffin back helps a lot with being able to do that, do that the way you want to as well. Right. So okay, what's, yeah, what's their schedule coming up? I want to take a look because they get the Giants this coming week, which that'll be, I mean, it's against Colt McCoy. That's going to be just a bloodbath. And then let's see. So after that, they, and then after that, they've got the Jets and Washington, oh the Rams, boy. and San Fran. So they should have three wins in a row there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three solid wins, and then two divisional games, which can go either way. Yeah, those will be really important for like probably seeding and stuff. Well, well, I guess Seattle's probably going to win the division, right? I guess. I don't know. I mean, they might. Three wins here puts them, you know, three in a row puts them into 11 and three going into the Rams and then the Niners. The only one that could really beat them, I think, for the division is the Rams, who get the Cardinals again. Or, sorry, Cardinals for the first time, Patriots, Jets, and then Seahawks and Cardinals again. Yeah. So. Like that, that head to head is probably going to be important. You know, they sweep the Cardinals and beat the Jets. Then they're at 10 and four. So then they would have to beat the Patriots and the Seahawks. So, like, they kind of control their destiny. Mm. They beat their, they win their divisional games, get the easy win against the Jets, and then they have to beat the Patriots. But mm. it's those two definitely. Um, I, we kind of mentioned how the Cardinals, at least this was one of my takes, was that they they're doing a, a lot of things well and fun offensively, but they still have some pretty glaring issues, and they're they remind me more of like a nine and seven team than a legitimate playoff Super Bowl contender. Yeah, because they like the yeah, because they got three divisional games, like you said, and then Giants and Eagles. So like, how they finish off is going to be big. Because like Minnesota is trying very hard to push for a playoff spot still. Ooh, they're trying. Yeah, because like they still have to deal with the Bucks and Saints, unfortunately. So it's going to be kind of tough for them. But they've got three other games that are very winnable. So yeah, I mean, Jags, Bears, Lions can totally get those. I if, what when did they get the Saints? Because if, if they I think Breeze will be back by then. Because if, if they, I think they can beat the Taysom Hill Saints. Although Minnesota like does frequently just beat the Saints. I know. <laughs> like historically, it's kind of the thing. I can see Justin Jefferson putting up a Stephon Diggs on them. Oh yeah. Which okay, so I know like rookie of the year quarterbacks usually, but like, I think Justin Jefferson is putting together a very good case to be like potentially the non-quarterback offensive rookie of the year. When um. There was a moment in that Bills game where I thought Herbert was going to get hurt. I think it was the Herbert. play you mentioned. Yeah, Herb, Herb, Herbert. Herbert. If he gets hurt, Justin Jefferson wins. Yeah. Well, um, obviously, you don't want I that think, I th- No, of course not. I think it's pretty – like, I think uh, Herbert has it cemented. Yeah. I, th- like, I think the only way Justin Jefferson gets it is if the Vikings make the playoffs. Like, I think that might tilt it enough in his favor, possibly. Yeah, I mean, if he goes on a tear and helps him get to the playoffs of just amazing plays, I unfortunately we are talking about the Vikings who aren't allowed to have anything nice. Yeah, that's, no. <laughs> that's just the Vikings, who you know I sympathize for as a Jets fan. Um, they, <laughs> you feel for the other sad franchises. They're most like what most likely is going to happen that I've seen before is they're gonna get most of the way there just not all of the way there yeah like if they go three and two as expected like it's gonna be eight and eight like i think someone else is gonna finish above them oh definitely yeah no they have to basically win out Mm -hmm. i think at this point 
Yeah, because I'm like because like yeah, the Cardinals have I feel like a you know fa- like fairly better chance of getting in. Yeah, and they'll get the Bucks off a bye. Mm. Like the, the yeah, Buck off a bye. And the Saints probably with Breeze. Taysom yeah. Hill, Saints, you know, anything's possible. Yeah, because like we're, we're assuming Bucks and Rams are the five and six, and then yeah, we're talking about the seventh spot here. Drew Brees is a quarterback, but Taysom Hill could be anything. He could, could be a quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> Man, I'm, I, every time I think about this rematch next week between the Falcons, I get so tilted. Just, uh, like, I got a hope last week, you know, it was a good sign, but fuck, I don't know. Uh, Shit, man. I want to make. No, me neither. Maybe I'll just abstain. No. <laughs> Um, as a whole on the year, I guess before we wrap up, uh, I think our picks have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. We're both over like in the 60s, like the two thirds range of being right. And yeah. we have had some really tough to pick calls um, considering we do pick every game and we don't mm-hmm. just cherry pick the easy ones for our for our records. So, I mean, you know, 118 and 58 for me and 111 and 62 for you. And then we each gave ourselves a tie there for one of the tie games that you don't really pick. Fucking I think if you thing. pick a tie and get it right, you should get like 10 extra. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like when you bet on the double zeros or whatever. Right. But like that's, you don't pick that. Mm-hmm. And this is all still pending the game that's currently on, by the way, of course, man, Luke Wilson really should have caught that touchdown, huh? That was like perfect, actually, man. Yep. Like they keep showing the replay. That was like that was a fucking perfect throw to him, and he had it, and then he just didn't have it. Oh man, yep. sad. But um, anyway, uh, for now we will be hopping off and uh, finishing up watching this game, and we will be back uh, either Friday or Saturday morning to uh, preview the next week. We like doing a little later to have some news, but we will uh, miss you all until then. <laughs>